This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Today is Sunday, December 19th, 2021. And my, and my friend and I, David the Artist, we had just got out of seeing Spider-Man No Way Home, and we have some thoughts and opinions about it. But real quick, before we get into the thoughts and opinions about Spider-Man No Way Home in our discussion about the movie... I just want to say real quick that uh, this past Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday or so, definitely Wednesday, Thursday, the uh, YouTube algorithm was messing up the movie with people spoiling it with leaked footage, and that's really not cool. It's a shame on you guys, and may you guys, you guys were going to get karma back, let me tell you. It's very bad. Very, very, very bad. <laughs> very, very bad. No soup for you. Okay. So, all right, now let's get into this. Um, you did, unfortunately, because um, you were a bit, uh, had some uh, tiredness and whatever, what have you. You're on your way. You came a little bit late. Uh, missed all the previews. Missed about the first 10 minutes or so. 10, 15, which you'll catch up. It just, it basically continues right after how far, far through, far, far through, far for home ended with, with them running around with everybody knowing. So, but when, from the part you did see onwards, which, which is about when he was inside the room with, I believe, the, the lawyer. Law, with the lawyer, what are your first initial thoughts about Spider-Man No Way Home? Uh, basically I thought that it was going to be at least as good as the first one, or the, you mean homecoming? the recent one. Homecoming? Or? The recent couple, oh, far if from not again. better. Right. I was hoping that it wasn't going to get uh, overdone, overpacked. Keep your voice down. Keep your voice down, everybody. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was hoping that it wasn't going to be overdone or overpacked with lots of characters and actors and and lots of lines and. Well, and, well, there definitely were a lot of characters, yeah. but the question is, with all the characters they had so much, was it still done in a way that that was coherent, or was it too? Yes. Or did the story not make sense with no. all those characters? Instead of getting too complicated, they kept it very simple. It might have been a little bit too simple, but that's probably easier and better in the long run. I understand why they would go with that. So in other words, when they had all these characters, it still, they still made it work in a way that made sense. You got three Spider-Mans, you got four or five bad guys, Doctor they, Strange, yeah, well, and the extra characters, you know, the regular people, non-superheroes. Well, about again about the bad guys. The ones from the previous movies, from the previous ser- um, series, it seemed like the way they incorporated those old villains wasn't in a way where it's like, oh, here they are, and that's it. No, they still kind of made it sense within its within No Way Home's own, own story. Like, you know what I mean? Like the villains from the other, the other friend, the other, um, re- the other, um, whatever you want to call it, universes or whatever. Mm-hmm. They made those other villains. They made those villains here still work with Holland's. Holland Spider-Man, so that still kind of worked. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as uh, also, while we're still on the villains with all this, I think that um, Green Goblin with uh, William Defoe, he really, he really got into playing that part well yeah, for this movie really again. He was he got not just the voice, but like everything he did with it. I mean, just really acting and personality in that voice that he brings to the character. the voice and the action. He's like another person. He he really like two other people. him coming back after the first movie here in this with the with the voice and the acting and just the action and how he performed everything. William Defoe definitely stood out in well on, yeah. as the villains of how he got did his thing and not only that he stood out but also from his other performances in other movies I would say he stood out well he's he's got a good a lot so of prov- a double, he's, got a, he's got performances good in a lot of movies yeah. but when he was asked to come back after Spider-Man the original in mm-hmm. 2002 when he's in No Way Home it seems like okay he's even more um, like violent or he's really like he got into the party he said the only come part if he could do what he wanted to do with it and he really went for it with how he came back like that um Let's see, um, what, other than the villains and how the story seemed to flow with all the villains, um, what are some other things you want to talk about that we haven't already mentioned in regards to um, what we just saw with No Way Home? Well, sometimes movies, when they have a lot of characters and all these different characters need some attention, like we were saying a moment ago, they can get too complicated and it's just 
gets lost or confusing, or it's just way too simple and easy, and they're kind of dumb and hanging around. And this well, was, how do you how do you think they played it in regards to all that? Well, they definitely used all the villains and the the one Spider-Man in the, towards the first couple of scenes like that. You know, it was a little bit like they were sitting around, they were chilled out, they were a little bit too easy, and they didn't have necessarily any lines or anything to add. Which part? Anything. Which part are you talking about in regards to all that? Just the first time that the, that they're all together at once with Spider-Man. You know, in in the room in the lab, and they're working on the cures and problems and explaining things. They don't explain too much, and they don't have the villains learn and show a lot of personality. Dr. Octopus gets to kind of be the representative of that and the rest of them just kind of like sort of know stuff. Do you like how, do you like how Dr. Octopus was, do you like how Dr. Ops, op, op, Octopus was represented in this movie? Yeah. yeah I like I think, the fact that he was not once but twice leaning towards being the honest, sincere, good guy scientist when he had his, his mind balanced. Say that again? That when he wasn't being talked to by his damaged chip and his mm. arms were confusing and making him a bad guy twice he got the opportunity to show that he wanted to be helpful and he was like a superhero of his right, own right right that, that's for sure they, they, they did they did they that definitely didn't miss yeah. the emotion whether it was toby Maguire or whether it was dr octopus or his name i forget the actor yeah the emotions they did they do keep people with a lot of emotions with this movie for sure the I emotions really, were there the emotions emotions were there for a lot of that story of the see, characters yeah, you yeah. agree with this but i think that toby Maguire basically brought the emotional heart to this movie Without him, I don't know if it would have been there. He just has that look in his eye, that face. I did like how... I, it was very, because we recognize him from the past. It was interesting how, how he was played out in this movie. Um, they were, And again, just like with the villains, when they brought back the other... Um, when they brought back the other Spider-Men, they also kind of went with the story of what they were going for. They didn't seem like it was like... With both the, the old villains and the old Spider-Men, they seemed to still like have a story with this where it's still kind of... Kind of, even though it's the lab and stuff, it still made sense in a way. They made it work somehow. Like it wasn't. It, 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 people were worrying like with the overstuffing of too many characters. Yeah. With these extra characters, they still kind of made it plot story wise still kind of work in a way. Right. Um, I agree with that. Now, we, you mentioned before offline. You were mentioning about the actual screen uh, when we watch TV shows or movies, especially movies. Yeah. Uh, mo- I'm gonna mo- watch some movies and TV because movies. I think people aren't watching as much television these days unless it's online stuff. But movies are their own big thing and. The, the screen, the production, the project, projection. What exactly were you saying to say there's, about the movie screen? There's a transference or an optical illusion that we sort of do to ourselves, where we allow our view of reality, such as you're looking at a magazine or a book across the room, you don't absorb into that picture, right. that cover. But when it's a television, when it's a movie, we sort of bring it all the way in when we actually care, when right. we feel about it, when we want to give it full attention, and it just becomes like our whole. Well, for inside me, mindset. For me, that way you describe that is how when I watch YouTube videos every day, I'm like addicted to YouTube. When I watch YouTube videos, it's that same thing. Like I'm in the content creator's world of their video, but then if I don't suck myself out of it to be in the real world, off the movies, off of the YouTube, it's like I can't focus myself because I'm too much involved in the illusion of the movie and the illusion of the YouTube. You know what and, I mean? And I think it's fascinating. Like, say something happens in a movie that's a little bit for a younger audience or... There were definitely some kids in the movie seats for Spider-Man like yeah. No Way Home. There were some kids I mean, in there. Something that doesn't relate to you that happens in the story it can yeah. take you out of the movie and you kind of remember that you're staring at the screen again and like it gets small like a magazine or a book across the room. Mm. All of a sudden like you take your brain functions back and right. the illusion is broken right. that you're giving yourself totally into that tunnel. Mm. So you're like you retract and you're like oh yeah I'm just looking at a screen. It's like it's, fancy, it's an amazing thing our concentration. I guess it can happen in other ways as well, but definitely I've noticed it more with the TV and the movie screens. Well, we've definitely been brainwashed by TV and movies for many years. Yeah. Um, we're back to Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, 
And thank you. No, thank you. Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, what else haven't we yeah, you said about it? Well, you were enjoying the music, I believe you were mentioning. Oh, yeah, the music. Let's talk about the music. I think the way they incorporated the music in this movie was really well done for most of the scenes. Like, I, the way the notes came with the music, it was like, right, they got the music right. And I like the music of I like the music of the Bond movie because I like Bond also. James got, Bond. But James Bond, I had a lot more problems with that movie than I did. I think I I, I think liking wise, I would have to say Spider Man No Way Home. I enjoyed overall more than the new Bond movie. But what they have both that are both good is the music for both movies. Now the test for me if a soundtrack for a movie is good is if you can l- download it and listen to it all by itself without the movie and still enjoy it. Exactly. That's do you think that you would still okay? Do you think that you would still enjoy the movie music? Yeah, for sure. By oh, for sure. Okay. If I'm just playing the CD, the compact disc version of the Dark Knight of the Dark Knight from 2008, oh, yeah, Dark like like that music again, like yeah. that plays out without the movie itself. Also, yeah, I can hum those myself right. Yeah. Now. Right. Yeah. Comes to mind. Yeah. Damn. Damn. So there were some good jokes. Yeah, they had a lot. There was some. There was some jo- it was very serious. It was, it was way more serious than his uh, than his first two, Homecoming and Far From Home. But de- they definitely still um, layered in a few different jokes along the way, just uh, to go with the seriousness. Overall, it was a great balance. It was a little bit of overdoing it or underdoing it once in a while. That kind of throws me all out of it because it's going at a good continuous level. Yeah. Of keeping your attention, and your interest, and then they'll, you know they try for an extra joke, and they did enough already. So, or you know, there's they used to like. They do this casual talk where they have to be normal people, so they're always like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And they do that a lot. It's a little bit overdone for me. I would like it if they said, are you all right once in a while? Or just, right. you're fine, you're fine, you're good. You know, it's like, switch it up a little. You, you thought that part was a bit too much with those? Yeah, like they're trying really hard to make them casual, regular people who just care about each other, but the lines, too much time is taken up by them saying just, are you okay? Are you okay? Mm. And then 10 minutes later, are you okay? Are you okay? Mm. And then 15 minutes later, there they go They okay. seem to do it a lot with that, yeah. Yeah. So, um, guys, before we get to more talking about um, Spider-Man No Way Home, um, uh, we have a quick unrelated story. So, um, we were talking and he, uh, my friend, no, we're good so far. We're good. What's that? It's the jacket. Oh, the jacket. I know it's nice. But, um, <laughs> listen, this, I don't know. But listen, listen. So my friend here, my friend and co-host here, um, he had mentioned someone from a group we, we were, uh, were involved with. And then like two or three minutes later, She's like right in front of us showing up. It was like so eerie. Like it's almost like he doesn't like David doesn't have um psychic powers, but like something with like how freaking small the world is. She just showed up out of nowhere after you mentioned it. Way, way too small. Like <laughs> there's this person we knew and um he mentioned her name and it was that the exact did you well, get, the last time you, I saw her was the last time I wore the Spider Man jacket that I'm wearing. Right, right. That's why I mentioned her because oh. we danced at one of the uh with that, the, the oh, parties. with that on, got and it. That was like two years ago before the pandemic. So and anyway, I just but, so, to so this is the first time I wore this jacket since that time. Was it time. the same person, the same name, but you yeah. just mi- mispronounced the name wrong? Yeah. I, I okay. So anyway, so anyway, anyway, she was wearing. The, no, no, I don't want to say the name. Okay. But no. But so, so, so anyway, long story short, everyone, he was he he mentioned her name, and then like two or three minutes later, to a different she was there. The she was like right there. She was there with someone. It was like it's interesting how like how small that just happened, and apparently he was wearing the same the same outfit yeah, for, for both times. So I don't know. I just. I just find that to be that the world is very small in that way. But those back- things happen a lot. They say there's no such thing as a coincidence, and yet that was there a coincidence. No- so why do they have a word for it? <laughs> Either it is a coincidence or it's not. It's but, like um, zero. There is nothing. You have nothing. Got zero. So why, why don't we have a word for it? But back to yeah, right. It's very interesting how that a yeah. word for it. Yeah, but but back to Spider-Man. Um, no way home. Um, I just also want to say that um, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I think his performance in this one was really well done. We all, and the music we could both agree was. It was was also the music was also good and yeah. and another way to um 
another thing about like you, like you just said about the music was that if a music can play without the movie, that's how you know it stands out on its own. That's how you know it's really yeah. good music and not just filler kind of. Yeah. Um, that's for, my opinion. Um, for anybody that likes a certain older actress, um, she um, you'll be sad. Um, what 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 happens with her? It's very sad. Um, as an actual big loss from it, um, you have to see the movie for, your, for yourself to know what we're talking about in regards to that. Um, that's why they're all talking about Uncle Ben again. It's kind of like that. Right, to connect it all with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, got to give the other characters something to do besides just be there yeah, and give yeah. them a hug and tell them yeah, to go gotta, Yeah, you've got to give everybody stuff to do. Yeah. Um, when we when we publish this soon, um, we're going to add at the end of the title with spoilers because that's the right thing to do and not what the YouTube spoiler leakage people did. I don't think we did so bad so far. We're keeping it... Well, we, we, we still mentioned some spoilers already with the first half of this, but a that's okay. Bit, but we're still... But that's why we're, the title's going to say with spoilers at the end of the title. Very whereas minor. with the YouTube... The YouTube algorithm people yeah. leaked stuff for people I think that. We're that's, kind of minor though. We're not pushing it. We're not really trying to push it too much. Yeah. yeah. Um, Should we talk about those two end credit scenes? No, no, no not yet, okay. not yet. Before we get before we get to the end credit scenes, we're still going to talk about the third act, the whole climax of everybody, and maybe some more stuff about the middle first. Um, but before we get to all that stuff with the middle, the climax, and the end credit things, I guess it's now time now. 13 minutes in for a little mid-roll ad. We're going to segue to a quick commercial break. Then we're going to continue some more parts about our thoughts, qu questions we have for each other, and our thoughts and opinions about Spider-Man No Way Home. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, with my friend and co-host, David the Artist. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. I want to talk about Anchor.fm podcasting and why everyone should be a new podcaster. If you haven't heard about Anchor.fm podcasting, it is the easiest way to make a podcast possible. It is 100% free. There are creation tools that creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your mobile cell phone or computer. Anchor.fm podcasting will distribute your podcast for you so that you can be heard on all the other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast. All in one, easy to find place to work everything out together. Download the free Anchor.fm application on your iOS, Apple smartphone, or on your Android, or go to Anchor.fm to get started. And we're back from the commercial break, and we're now going to talk about the middle of the movie. The middle um, had a lot of stuff. There's a there's like a good fifteen to twenty five minute opening to get things all like. It's like it started right after the end. It's basically what David missed was it basically started right after how the end, right from him hearing what Mysterio says at the end of the second one, brings that back up at the very beginning of this one. Then he has to go to school, but also the, uh, the thing with the inside with the lawyer and just just setting how his world's everybody knows who he is by the very beginning of the movie. And then I want to say about 20 to 25 minutes or so in, that's when about they get to Doctor Strange and then. And speaking of which, I'd like to mention, sure. when I collected comics my whole life, especially when I was younger, sure. I loved the team-ups, Spider-Man and Thor, or Spider-Man and the Fantastic Four. Spider-Man and Doctor Strange was really cool in some Marvel fanfares a couple of times. What did you, um, what did you, what did you think So what I wanted to say about this movie is that it really gave me the sense of those Marvel team-up comic books, and I appreciated that. That's good. It was both. It wasn't just the movie version, and it wasn't like, you know, copying the comic book. But it was like a comic book. It really was so, a comic book movie, uh, more I mean, than the others, I think. I'm assuming you've read a lot, many comic, comic books over the years? Definitely, yeah. Which comic books are, you, are your favorites? Um, 
mostly the main characters of Marvel and Marvel DC, Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, through all the companies. I'm more of a, I'm personally a, Bat, a Batman fan myself. Right. That's I like the Batman comics. Um, but you mentioned just a few times about um, the Doctor Strange character. What did you, uh, how did you make Doctor Strange was in this movie? I think he wasn't overdone, but he was definitely a main character, and it was just like the Marvel team up. He was he was a main character, but not in not in an overdone kind of way. Right, exactly. Okay, that's a good, nice way of putting it. And some of the the lines were really good and humorous, and even though they kept it going on a roll, it still worked. You know, I was impressed that it wasn't uh, leaving me. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think the trailers that they put out for this movie spoiled too much, or do you think the trailers did not spoil too much for the movie? I think that the trailers were fine, and everybody who predicted what was going to be in this movie is what happened, uh, whether yeah, it was YouTube or otherwise. Right, for like over a year. There were things from over a year ago that people knew were going to happen, which like, but they couldn't hide in a way, well, because things got leaked with pictures and stuff. And we knew that this was going to lead up to the next Doctor Strange movie, so it yeah. was... Well, originally, listen, listen. Originally, they were going to have the Doctor Strange movie come out first, but ah. because of different production reasons, the Spider-Man came out first, and, and the then pandemic. so they were trying. Well, no, oh. what, yeah, well, everything's the pandemic, but yeah, like right. originally, that new Doctor Strange movie was going to come out before the new Spider-Man, but because it, that's not how it happened, it came Spider-Man first. They were trying to connect everything in a way on how the order currently is. Oh, how, I see. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had extra time to work yeah. on the Doctor Strange, so they had to. Add a little bit of yeah. stuff to the Spider-Man, so it to that all made go, more they move yeah forward yeah to the next story. exactly yes ah, that makes yeah. sense. yeah they get themselves more time on an easier one maybe yeah uh, I get that yeah that's how that well that's why like that because originally they switched the order of the movies but um but yeah this is a movie I could definitely see twice how about you I'm good after this first time because really? I'm You're good satisfied. I'm fine after the first time viewing, only because, again, how the YouTube algorithm of people leaking footage really yeah. messed that up for me. Yeah. It makes me, like, sometimes I find new videos to watch, or old videos, or different channels, old channels, or new channels from YouTube algorithm. But when there's people leak the footage on YouTube, it's like, and how the internet in general just spoils so much if you're on the wrong page of the internet, because everything, small world, interconnected, I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is way, because of how they spoiled the movie on the leakage with YouTube and Spider-Man and stuff, maybe this is... A little way of saying I should spend less time on the internet and live in the real world. <laughs> stay, get, stop going online. Stay off the internet. Yeah, stay, stay off the world. Stay, stay off the of, stay off of the world wide web. Web oh, Spider Man. It's entertainment uh, and it's the present predicting the no, but it's present. not. It's not entertainment when it comes to people spoiling the leakage like but that's that. That's the immediate present that the entertainment is like old entertainment. You know, was no big deal on the internet. No, I'm just saying now in our times with how everything's on the internet like that by people snapping footage of whatever yeah. or whether for the for the movie or to ruin things everything's overdone it's like it's and, like every, and everybody's style. everybody's always online yeah. to see everything and it get, people see it right away the whole world sees everything right away online it's just like I, i'm really trying hard for as i move life forward just like even though because i'm addicted to so many people's channels like i need to like take a technology internet detox and just <laughs> see how freaking long i could stay off the internet to not be so sucked into it like the movie feature movie TV screen thing with the, with the production sounds like Product, kind of the production that, you know. that Peter had with Doctor Strange is what you're having with the internet <laughs> does it kind of connect both ways with that? it's like a parallel kind of? yeah the internet is your Doctor Strange and you're kind of the Peter who was interacting with the spell too much and realizing that you need to get away from that it's not your thing I thought you had a spell when she just appeared a few minutes after. And I, she's like, oh my god, what is like, it's such a small world. And boom, like that, you got yeah, it right. That she would be in the same places as far away from where we, I saw her last time is pretty amazing. But she wasn't too impressed. She just said she recognized you and she talked to me for a minute. I don't, I, think, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think she was happy to see me. 
uh, we went out a little bit, but anyway. Uh, it was nice to see. Was it, was yeah, it, it yeah. At least, yeah, at least she's question. usually yeah, she's she she's usually by herself, so at least she had a friend with her. Yeah, she had good. a friend next to her. So that was good. nice. Yeah, you're good. You're doing good. There's your Star Wars Star Wars there again with the Star Wars thing. Yeah. Um, That's just a magazine so, bookstore. Yeah, um, but um, as, as far as Star Wars is concerned, um, I really like the original trilogy of um, um, you know late seventies, early eighties. But I really was not impressed with the Star Wars sequels. I don't know if you saw any Star Wars sequels, but if you didn't, you didn't miss much. The, the Star Wars sequels, I think, were really bad and sucky. Just like I fear Matrix Four. Um, right. Matrix Four is going to be sucky also. Yeah, and I was a little bit worried that this was going to be tiresome because there's so many superhero movies, and they're doing all they're doing parallels or reconstructions of all the regular contemporary stories that are in the comics. Yeah, speaking of all that. In the beginning, with the one classmate, he showed the thing that said Flashpoint. That was referencing how, like, this Spider-Man movie is kind of like an M- a Marvel version of DC's Flashpoint with the Flash character. Right. Yeah, so it was like all this like meta stuff with all that connecting it, and it's just like, and it's just like they always borrow from the comics. Other. The comics. Yeah. What you were saying about all that. Okay. So basically, the very first big for sure Superman movie started in 1978 with Richard Donner's Spider-Man uh, with Christopher, Richard Donner's, Reeve. Christopher Reeve and Richard Donner's uh, um, Christopher Reeves and Richard Donner's Superman movie mm-hmm. and then 11 years later of course 89 with Batman mm-hmm. and then, then uh, 1990, 1998 with Blade right, right right and then X-Men the you first X-Men in 2000 and then the first Spider-Man in 2002 and to what you're asking about offline about that is what I think is no I think as long as people are still coming to see this and make these movies successful like that I believe that the comic book movies will continue throughout the rest of the 2020s for sure and even more into the 2030s and 2040s I don't think it, as long as people want to see crap like this it's going to keep going on it's going to keep going on for many more decades it just got started in early 2000s but then the 2020s 2030s just going to ampl- 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 amplify it up and keep it all going yeah, they'll find ways to make more stories I'm surprised but. to hear you uh, consider it in a certain extent to be crap what do you mean by that? I mean it's just like like in like 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 brainwashing like um, people not living reality but have to watch something fictional on a screen to get sucked into instead. Also, just that Hollywood in general puts out a lot of crap. Like this movie, Spider-Man: No Way Home. I would say, I would say that it was really well done. I think most you and I both liked it. I think everybody in the in the theater mostly liked it. Like, what I mean is. It's the good, it was like there's good crap and there's bad crap. Spider-Man Noah Hames, Spider-Man Noah Hames was kind of good crap. Like, it was like, got, got a lot of people enjoying it for many different reasons that they saw. But I, and there might even be people that actually are going to like, um, Matrix 4, um, Resurrections. But, um, just from the few reviews I saw and the trailers, I have a bad feeling about Matrix 4. And I think the way they're going to try to do nostalgia and meta is going to be in a, not as, I, I, listen, I want to know, I just, life is short, it's a two hour, Matrix 4 is two hours and 28 minutes. Did I enjoy the two hours and however many minutes Spider-Man No Way Home, no Way Home was? Yes, I think like a lot of other people, from the start of the movie to the end, and you missed some previews in the first 10 minutes, but you know, Spider-Man was really, I, I would like, if, if it ended like this for Tom Holland, where this was his last one, I think it ended on a good note for him. But if he, if they want him, if people that hire him or whatever want him to keep going I would really be interesting to see how Tom Holland would um, continue in like a, his own Spider-Man 4 or whatever the continuation is I think they got stuff for that like where enough where a lot of they could bring up a lot of storylines and how you were mentioning the other Spider-Man earlier I think that people like seeing that when they got to that point towards the end it was and I think it would be nice if 
Tobey Maguire had like his own Spider-Man 4 and Andrew had his own um, Amazing Spider-Man 3 we'll see I mean if the fans want that then hey give the fans what they want but who knows what they're going to do but um, we're not going to talk about the end credit scenes quite yet okay. let's just go over is there anything else in the middle of the movie you want to talk about and then we'll go to the climax the third act the end no I think all the uh, different characters definitely had plenty to do whether it was really in a way that's not overstuffed it wasn't overly filler it was a little bit kind of feeling like filler how much felt like filler just not just just enough that uh, I'd say it's not too much. Not too so not in a way where it was in a not too much a bad type way. Yeah, like maybe you get a couple little bits of of moments where you feel like you're out of the movie because they mm. kind of overdid it or they, right. Well, I just want to say I think the older much. I just think the older villains they brought back again kind of made sense with the no way home st- the no way home story and so both with both the villains and the Spider-Man being brought back, but um. I guess before you, I know you wanted to talk about the end credits. Before we get to that, what did you make of um, the climax where they had the, with I guess I guess but everything involved with like um, the, the the apartment building and then getting to the um, the Statue of Liberty. Um, you know, it went fast and I didn't have any problem with it. Uh, mostly, it flows and it keeps your interest, your attention. I did think in general the entire movie from beginning to end. You missed the first ten minutes, or so but like I think it flowed for me, like for the most part, except for when you said some filler type things or when people said certain lines. With like the way you said the lines about um okay 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 okay. okay. Other than those little things, <laughs> those minor little things, for me from beginning to end, it pretty much flowed in a way. Even when bringing back all these old characters from the older movies, like it still somehow worked. Yeah. There was was definitely some personality that would you know it wasn't even necessarily the story and it wasn't necessarily um you know the relationships between them but just the fact that the three spider-man are together just the fact that you have the actors that you recognize from the past that we already care about that we're already familiar with you know there's emotional attachment from the past that we bring to it ourselves and that was definitely working no but even though they were brought, brought all brought back from the past the way they were implemented in this way where it seemed like they were still <coughs> they were still their own, the same characters from previous things but they were still like the lines they had they had their own new new kind of lines to keep in this new movie in a way that well here's what I'm trying to say I don't think that anybody grew in terms of the aliens they just I mean the bad guys mm. the villains sorry mm. too much of a sci-fi fan I think that they definitely did predictable stuff, repetitive stuff, and they simple, short, and neat in this particular case because there was a lot of them. They don't have time to all do the right, thing, right. which is fine, but it's predictable. It's a little bit on the boring side writing-wise, but they have to keep it simple when they have so many complicated things and lining up towards the future movies, etc. Well, for me, again, about the predictable... But you know how it's going to go anyway, so it's right. just about enjoying it. Right. Well, as far as predictable is concerned, again, it goes back to me about the internet where over a year ago they were already saying stuff over a year ago about what was going to happen with like these characters coming back and starting, all, all good and bad characters and I just thought that that was too predictable over a year ago that it turned out everybody, everybody all the rumors mostly were turned out to be true it's like can we not be spoiled from a movie over a year over yeah. ahead of time I'm actually happy for the predictions that were incorrect so at least I got oh let's uh, go over some of the incorrect some predi- surprises let's go over some of the uh, incorrect uh, surprise predictions incorrect well this would be spoilers because if I tell what didn't happen then they know that the opposite did happen so do you want to do spoilers We've already said spoilers within the first five or ten minutes of the podcast. At the end of the title of it, I'm going to list with spoilers. Just so people know, if they want to open my review on the podcast, that there will be spoilers, and which we already talked about within the first ten minutes of the podcast already starting. So, guys, if you haven't already seen, the title says spoilers. And now, David, the artist, is going to go over some spoilers that... How did you word it just did now? Did not happen. That did not happen. With the predictions that did not happen. For example, uh, Harry Osborne, the friend of Peter... He didn't show up. 
Yeah. That would have been nice. That would have been cool if he showed up. Yeah, but he did. But he didn't. When they only show the trailer with the Green Goblin stuff, we don't know really which right. one of them it was. Well, it was the gonna be, it was gonna be William Defoe for yeah. sure. But well, as far as his son, like, that would have been cool, nice though. If um, if it, it would have been neat if he would have came back. Um, also as well. But yeah. they had everybody else coming back, so they got. I thought maybe that was gonna be the sixth villain, like Spider Man versus the Sinister Six. There's an old comic book theme that they. they that's they, that's what. Well, the Sinister Six stuff they're trying to implement. It. The Sinister 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 Six. Ah, I can't speak straight without water. The Sinister Sinister. <laughs> the sixth thing you just mentioned. Sinister they, six. they incorporated that by kind of in a way by bringing these older movies, the villains, kind of back yeah, by the four or five, five yeah. to the three or four or however many came back. Five, yeah. um, I think, um, like I said, um, William Defoe as the Green Goblin, he was really well done in this. So was uh, Octavius. Yeah. And um, I was never, a, I was never a big um, lizard or Sandman person, but it was also kind of good with the lines that um, that Electro coming back did with his lines. Um, what else did you make of the um, the climax, the movie when they everything is? I thought it was sad. Um, yeah, go ahead. What would you thought? Third, th climax. Third I would act. say there are definitely questions where the end of the movie, the climax, as you're calling it, the conclusion was kind of vague. We don't know if people who got injuries when they get back, sent back to their own reality after Doctor Strange does the, the repair spell, if they're going to still be bleeding or still injured, or maybe some of the people who are villains who got cured, do they get sent back to a past and have different relationships and different different histories and that's actually, life and death experiences because we don't know what that's changed, actually what that's actually like a, a good point because we really don't know so that the way you worded all those questions is we don't really know how with the cuts and the how yeah who knows that's a really good question it's pro provoking about how they how yeah. when they got back how if that they was give the green goblin this cure so he's not insane he gets his mental peace back does he go back in time to when he was about to die and not having not and not die and maybe have a regular life or a regular? Um, that's influence? a good question about what happens with that with him and others. So with that. A, but they again, they open some room for change. It right, have but to when be they exactly like the, whatever they did in the past. But when they did that with him, regardless, regardless, the, that other major character because of him was going to die, which was sad. People are going to be sad that so and so died from him doing that. Um, no matter whether he got it back out of him or not, and going back when they go back in time, no matter what. She was that character was going to die regardless. I think, unfortunately. Yeah. Now there was also a prediction on the internet that Toby Maguire's Spider-Man might die. Well, no, he just got he yeah. got stabbed by him. Right. He got stabbed by the Goblin, but then yeah, he, he said, said I've so. been stabbed before, so he'll survive. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's what um, I meant. I'm saying when he gets back yeah. to his reality, is he still stabbed, or is he magically fixed, or does he forget everything, or did they are they changed? You know, do they know that it happened? These are all very. These are things that will never be answered. Do they go back to the yeah. same time they left, or are they yeah. all in the present? Was, yeah. which, which time period do they all magically go back to their own exact spot in time? Well, I would say that Toby Maguire will go back to the 2000s and Andrew. Andrew about Doctor Octopus and, and the Green Goblin. Are they back exactly when they were, or are they all together back at the same time, all three together, in the, in some sort of present? So they're. I past think. The past. I think that whatever Tom Holland did, Spider Man did. That the villains, when they went back to whatever their timelines are, at least they didn't die like they did in the previous movies. Yeah. The their versions in this kind of way could still live and not die. Now the Tom Holland Spider Man had so many spider costume changes that on the commercials it was predicted that this was going to be the Spider Verse. All kinds it is. It was a Spider Verse. Like, like they ten brought or that twelve different Spider Man. This movie was its own little Spider Verse. But they had only three. It turned out to be Tom Holland costume changes. But mm -hmm. in, by the previews mm -hmm. and the predictions. Of the YouTube watchers of the trailers, everybody thought there was going to be more than three Spider-Mans. There was going to be a black suit one, maybe a Venom Spider-Man, or maybe it was going to be a Doctor Strange version of Spider-Man. I think they're saving the black suit for a future movie. Yeah. I'm just saying the uh, predictions versus yeah. the way it was since we yeah. saw it today. Um, should we do... 
I know you wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, made and end credit scenes. Did you want to talk about that first, and then we'll give the a movie a grade rating? Yeah, we'll do the grade rating after the, uh, the talking about the credit scenes. All right. So after the movie officially ended, and it kind of ended with Tom Holland kind of like t telling Doctor Strange, "I want nobody to remember anything." So it was kind of sad for him on that note because yeah. after D Doctor Strange did that for him, literally. Um, his best friend, his girlfriend, and and Happy, the Happy that's been in all these Marvel movies. The none director. of them. None, no, no, no. Who? He's also the director. Oh, he's the director of the Iron Man movies. But yeah, yeah and well, also Star Wars. And Star, and, and he was in lots of stuff. So he's probably directing. He was. Stuff in, he also had a cameo in Batman Forever. That guy's really? been in a lot of stuff, either. and he's been in the TV show Friends. But huh. the, yeah, yeah. But he anyway, he's in Batman Forever. I didn't know that. Yes, he's in uh, in a Riddler scene by the. You're the, full the, of trivia. I, I I love talking trivia about these movies. Cool. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's been definitely been in. Um, John, he's in, John Favreau, is, he's been in a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. TV show Friends, Batman Forever, director of Iron Man 1 and 2. Yeah, he's been around a while, and he's thankfully still alive in all these movies. But anyway, um, what I was saying was that at the it kind of ended with Tom Holland's Spider-Man telling Strange that... Um, like everything forget. Like, let everybody forget, and that, that's how it ended. It was like, because that's a sadness that ended on... I would really like to see how Tom Holland's in a continuation story of more Spider-Man movie after this. Like, how is that going to be when now? What does he have to like get everybody to re-remember re him somehow? Like, well, there is a comic book story that's done this, and the movies are interpreting comic book stories and then reconstructing them to fit the Marvel mm. universe on the movies. Mm. But basically, uh, you know, it was called One More Day. Well, I, I that's think the this, name of the story. Well, I, I think that they're kind of mimicking. They were kind of like incorporating that story they're, they're then into up it. To it. They're about to do yeah. the one more day scenario in their own version. Yeah, it looks like it. That was uh, also predicted, by the way, on YouTubers. So which, got, what, what, was, what was predicted? That they would be following suit with a one more day comic book which story. Looks like from they did. About looks like ten years ago. Looks like so. Ago. I just think the movie overall just flowed really well from beginning to end. Yeah. Even, even though it's there's so, even though entertainment, even though Some there, really cool flip scenes and the such. flips. Yeah, yeah, they overdid that a little bit. And even though you know, even though like not everything flowed completely well it, I would still say that I think majority of people who are Spider-Man fans are going to like what, 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 how this one came out for the most part um, but now that we talked about the whole movie in itself and the end of the movie you wanted to mention a little bit of course every Marvel movie had its little mid and end credit um, credit scene so what was your first question about the first mid credit scene First of all, are the mid and end credit scenes uh, available to anybody who wants to do them for their movie, or is that a copyrighted thing? Do you know? Wait, what do you mean? Like, to have the right to do the idea to do mid credit scenes? That's just something. That's scenes. just something Marvel's been doing since they but started. But is that something that they have like a copyright? Nobody else is allowed to do it, or does anybody do it whenever they want? Any movie well, or company? Well, actually, if you know, of course, in 1986, Ferris Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the the main character, Ferris Bueller, had a end credit scene really? I never in watched. the middle if you watch the end of the movie huh. and it's just a credit she's like hey and he's in his robe he's like hey listen the, uh, go away the commentary. movie's over the movie's over uh, so actually actually Ferris Bueller's Day Off did that way before Marvel ever did but from 2008 when Iron Man started yeah. every, from Iron Man 2008 on they've always had mid and end credit yeah, in the Marvel scenes so what did you make of it you had a question about why something was like that and yeah. did I, we, we, maybe that's in the future it'll make sense but they basically had I want to say Tom Tom Hardy is Venom, yeah. and you're like, why? Why is Tom? And then they, they had Tom. Tom Hardy's Venom didn't know Tom Holland's Spider-Man, so I don't know how it's supposed to connect. But that was basically yeah. the mid-credit scene. They just kind of had him slip in there, and yeah. for some reason he has to find Spider-Man. But there's no explanation to us as to why that would be. Yeah. 
Because yeah. the rule for the movie was anybody who knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man is the ones that were pulled in from the other universe. Right, which they had the whole story about. But this um, Venom, yeah. Tom Hardy guy, yeah. you know, he's on the West Coast, not even in New yeah, York. Yeah, so that's a good question. He's why not they did from that. The it has to mean something because when people put those kind of scenes in there at the end, there's always a reason for future movies. Yeah, so they may have something it, to do setting it up. So something setting up something, but um, and then at the very end, it's all. Oh, before we get to the. End credit scenes after the black credits, which involves a Doctor Strange trailer. I just want to say they mentioned the producer, Avi. They had a little thing in the middle of the credits with producer Avi, Avi Arad, who is an Israeli. He's an Israeli producer, has been doing more stuff with Spider-Man since at least the 90s, and he was thanked. At first, I thought, wait, did, I, did he pass away? But no, the thing online in the article said that um, he's still alive, actually, in the article, but that he was just being acknowledged that without him. None of these 21st century Spider-Man movies basically would be a thing. Not the, um, not the, um, Tobey Maguire or Tom Holland or anything. So that was interesting when I did research about why Avi Arad was like that reading the article online. Again, the internet spoils and says too much. I have to unplug from the internet and live in the real world. Yeah, for contemporary stuff, but for old opinions and, uh, and, and other ways of noticing details, like you point out, you know, trivia. No, but see, it's the thing, on stuff. my phone here, the yeah. YouTube app is comes automatically in. It cannot be uninstalled. Uh, so because the YouTube is always on my phone, there's always the temptation and the, in, like, oh, I always have to see what everybody else is doing yeah. with their videos. Like, you gotta look at maybe more older stuff so that I can't ruin anything new. No, 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 nothing. I don't want old or new. I want no experience to anything so that doesn't get... You want to be reinserted to the Matrix. No memory. No, Maybe I want an to be, actor or something. No, no, not reinserted, not <laughs> reinserted. The, the the internet is the Matrix. I want to be unplugged completely from the Matrix. Well, okay, so you don't want to be reinserted with no memory. No, not reinserted. I want to be right. unplugged and get be live in the offline world. There's no, internet is no longer, right. never, it's never been a thing anymore. So you're not Cyphers. You might be... Uh, Say who, who? You're not Cyphers, the guy who wanted to... Uh, so you mean Cypher? You meant Cypher. Yeah, Cyphers. Cypher. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think I don't. I, I don't think Matrix. I, I don't think Matrix Four is going to be good, and I don't like that Morpheus is played by a younger actor. I don't. I, I have a very very bad feeling about Matrix Four. Yeah, but real Hugo Weaving is. Who we all he they, they tried to get him back, but he's he Hugo Weaving. I don't think he's coming back at all. I think he was busy. He was busy with his scheduling conflicts. Yeah, but um, the little you said you like talking about Doctor Strange. The last little end credit scene had a little. It was kind of like a little teaser trailer for the next Doctor Strange movie. What did yeah. you make of that? I think that they, they are so aware that the fans know how they're connecting their dots because we're paying so much close attention that they didn't even have to tell us the name of the next Doctor Strange movie. They just said he will return. And we know it's the just, name of the movie. And it said the line right there. It said, Doctor Strange will return in the line right there. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to tell you what movie the name is. Well, but then they, showed, we, they, but know, then they we showed, know already. But then they showed parts of the movie. Yeah. But again, as, as for the other Spider-Man, I just have to say, with people liking them, seeing this and so much, and Tobey Maguire still surviving even after the cut in his back by um, Green Goblin, that I think uh, if the fans really wanted it, if Marvel or Sony was smart, they'll bring it back for um, a... Uh, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man 4, and uh, Andrew, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 3, but who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, it's like you do a Spider-Verse once a year. Everybody no, meets well, up. I mean, <laughs> again, they've been doing these comics for decades. I think some people aren't sick of I mean, of, as a movie. Maybe they yeah. could do it once a year as a movie and have all the no, what was the, what, what was the idea you mentioned earlier about our own movie idea? When we said, um, no way, something, that we could do our own little movie? What was too that small a world. What was it called? Too small of a world. No way world? Small world? What do you call it? Just way too small of a Way world. too small of a world? Yeah. All right. The next time we hang out, we're definitely going to do a two, two or three minute little mini movie of whatever you're just titling it. I okay, love it. Yeah, sure. we're doing that. Right. We're going to see what happens. All right.
I put it on my Rumble. I make I make badge from the Rumble. I, t I YouTube got me zero dollars for the two years I was working on it. But oh, Rumble yeah. made me made over zero cents, but under a dollar. But with the right <laughs> videos, we're gonna make a two or three minute video that's gonna make money with uh, the advertisements one day. The little title, however you want to title it, and then just. We'll have act out a little skit about it. That would be fun. That would be, yeah, very interesting. That should be our next hangout. Is okay. doing the little, two, the little whatever your title is, a little movie, mini two. I, and I only say two or three minutes because anytime I make videos over ten minutes, people are like, people have a very short attention span. Which we'll is like, like our deja vu coincidence story. Call, yeah, we can call it whatever you want to call it. Deja vu, small world, deja vu, whatever. Yep. Every, yeah, right. yeah. I think it's um, too small of a world. Before we close out and end this review, guys, because we're almost just about a four minutes in, 40 minutes in with 39 minute mark, we're going to conclude the review with our own personal uh, greater ratings. If you had to, um, David, if you, Dave or David? Either one is fine. What, what, what you, David is good? Perfect, yeah. David. David, if you had to um, grade or rate Spider-Man No Way Home, how would you grade or rate this in your own personal way? I don't see any reason not to just give it you know, a total 100% or A+, plus because it's either good or bad. You either want to see see it twice or you want to see the next one that comes out or not and I would say yeah I'm still in I'm in to see whatever they're going to do next and to, to catch it again uh, you know and the reruns no problem I'm going to give this a three and a half I'm going to give this I'm going to give this a three and a half a three and a half out of four Kazatskas three and a half three and one half out of four Kazatskas or stars or a letter grade of a, an A this was A this was A for me and for a lot of people I would say letter grade of an A you said you said a hundred out of a hundred. Yeah, four stars in your in your book in your grading. Level. In your own yours, I'm all under the grading. Yeah, four might stars. as well just say you know it's either you're gonna you're still interested or you dropped out, and I'd say I'm definitely all in. I'm, it was definitely know. engaging. It, uh, yeah. People engaged throughout. I would say flowing throughout the entire thing. Right. Um. So yeah. Um. Before we end this. Um. What about you? When we were talking about the Matrix franchise, are you are you interested or not interested in seeing Matrix Four? I'm interested. I'm like half and half. Half and half. I've heard some good reviews. For I've been hearing a lot of bad reviews. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything good so far about it. Um, but yeah, it's a very uh, big question mark on whether I'm seeing Matrix 4. Uh, I, I, I do not like what I, the reviews I saw, and I didn't care for the trailers, so I think it's going to be way too meta and way too nostalgic and not have its own good original news stories to, to tell. I don't think, yeah. Whereas with Spider-Man, how we saw it, they, don't, they have so many more stories they could tell with this. Yeah, it can go on forever, many actors. Yeah. So yeah, that's that was um, that was David the artist and my thoughts on Spider-Man: No Way Home. Um, the, the the title will be published with spoilers. Title saying with spoilers at the end of the title. So please um, uh, if you're listening to this, I assume you don't mind about the spoilers or that you've already seen it. And f you people. I think we spoiled too much. I think we spoiled a lot, but that's okay. okay. I re but because we're, but with the title says spoilers, people know what they're getting into when they open it. We didn't give too many details. Though. We didn't too really I didn't think it was too many details. I didn't, I didn't. I, I didn't say who, which major character died. They'll see that from their own. But yeah. exactly. But we did mention about the villains and the other Spider-Men. So that kind of in and of itself are also. I would say spoilers, but but anyway, this is 42 minutes in. Thank you all for listening. We will see you at AMC Movie Theaters. And this is David the Artist and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Okay. Signing out till we make that movie. Thank you. Thank you.